You're listening to the Great Synth 68 Podcast, the dedicated Birmingham City women's audio show bringing you the latest news and interviews from the club. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 66 of the Great Synth 68 Podcast, the dedicated weekly women's football podcast about all things Birmingham City. It seems like forever since our win over Everton in the Conti Cup, but a mixture of bad weather and international matches have kept us away from seeing the Blues in action. That brings us to today and our review of England's two games against Brazil and Portugal. Before we get into that though, I need to let you know that Chris isn't here tonight. He had to babysit at last minute, so it'll just be me and Kaz, but that's not too bad. You, you, you know our voices by now. Kaz, how have you been? I've been all right, mate. How have you been? Uh, I was okay until the last few days. I've been a bit ill, but um, I think I've got over the worst of it now. So hopefully that's um, it's going to improve on then. Um, but I'm going to talk about England now, so it might not be. So um, we'll get oh, on to <laughs> uh, we'll get on to England Brazil then. First of all, it was our first ever defeat to Brazil at the third time we've played them, and this is not a Brazil side that is in its prime when Marta was at absolute peak. Brazil was sloppy with the ball, giving it away numerous times, but England failed to make the most of it. England believed themselves to be a top three side, a real world beater, but there was no evidence of that by the way we were playing. It was, um, uh, after the first half at least, it was pedestrian going forward. We only really increased the tempo after going 2-0 down. I had the same frustrations with England men's side in previous years. A lot of those players play at such a ferocious tempo in the Premier League. And then they get onto the pitch for England and they play at half speed. The same is now true for Phil Neville's Lionesses. And you know what? He's happy with the way they're playing, apparently. Kaz, um, before we get into the details of this game, in particular the Brazil game, what did you think of the of the way they were playing? My honest opinion? Yeah, without swearing, hopefully. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen uh, 12-year-olds play better. I don't know, just from... Mark Sampson to now it's like we've gone five steps back the defending shocking the whole the forward line's an absolute joke and the midfield is non-existent yeah it's, uh, it's certainly not the best and uh, Beth Mead and Jodie Taylor had both great chances in that first half against Brazil to score. Beth Mead curling an effort round the post, and Jodie Taylor. Um, she tried the chip. It wasn't the best chip in the world. Uh, Kaz, for someone who's not really in that much form, and Jodie Taylor, she scored I think two goals in the last few games, but until then, she's not really had a, a particularly great season for the rain. Um, what what do you think Phil Neville sees um, that he keeps picking her? Is it the the fact that she played really well in the Euros two in two years ago? Is that is that is she um, living off her reputation a bit at the moment? Do you think? I, I haven't got a clue. When when you look at other strikers who were out there, that could be called up. He's not who was scoring week in week out for their club. He's not calling them up. And then for me personally. Jordy Taylor isn't a striker. All right, she did okay in the Euros, but she hasn't did anything leading up to that or after that, in my opinion. So I think there's definitely better strikers out there, better than Jordy Taylor, who probably deserve a call-up. Yeah, I would agree. She's got four goals in 15 appearances for the Reign this season. 
Beth England, for instance, has two goals in four this season for Chelsea and has shown great form since the start of 2019. She's got five goals and eight matches in the league. Natasha Dowie. Natasha Dowie as well. Just in it. Yeah. She's banging hat-tricks in left, right and centre for a, a club. And now she's just going back over to Australia. So why? this is what I would like to know. Why isn't somebody who's prolific like Dowie not getting the recognition that she probably deserves over somebody like Jodie Taylor, who's not scoring for club or country. I'm guessing in the case of Natasha Dowie, it's again, it's that uh, publicity, isn't it? You, she's playing in leagues maybe that don't get as much, as much exposure as the maybe the NWSL and the WSL. But she's do. played. Yeah, she's played in the NWSL. She played for Boston. Yeah, but I, I, and she scored. I, th- I think the issue is that maybe she's not getting the um, exposure she she is now compared to when she was there. And maybe she's fallen off the radar of people like Phil Neverton and C, which isn't her fault because she's still scoring goals, as you say. And yeah. perhaps perhaps you need to have another look and see what else is out there. Um, <clears throat> as we look at um, the game in general, then the Brazil game, uh, Dabinia were both goals for Brazil. The first was a header that was fumbled into the net by Mary Earps. And the second was a deflected effort back over the keeper as well. Um, she's play, She plays really well for North Carolina Courage, Kaz uh, Dabinia. She's had a really good season. But um, for Mary Earps, who's not really had that many chances for the senior England team at the moment, to come and um, not have the best of games, she's not really done her, herself any favours. Definitely not. Like, if Mary Earps is going to be our, our number one goalkeeper, then we're in trouble because I don't rip Mary Epps one single bit I think there's better goalkeepers out there than Mary Epps for England so I, I don't I don't know what he sees in her I really don't know what he sees in her I don't even know what Casey Stoney sees in her I'd rather have Shivin goal and that's saying something I thought Mary Epps wasn't too bad uh, for Manchester United this season but in this game yeah obviously she didn't have her best of games and for someone who didn't get many chances at Wolfsburg, then coming back over here to try and reestablish herself to get into the England team, and then she then she makes her place into the England team, and now she's done this, and it might be a short while again since she's um, back in there, especially after Ellie Roebuck had another good game, I thought. Um, looking at the game then, obviously Beth England scores a consolation goal for us after uh, late on, after the trademark Hollywood Horton pass. Uh, it's, it was no wins in five for England. Last time that happened was in 2013 when Hope's uh, power lost her job. Obviously, we got the win against Portugal, but going into the Portugal game, Kaz, it didn't look like we were in a great shape. As a friend of the show, Richard Laverty, put it, it's a broken record that England can't defend properly and there are no signs of that improving. And looking at this game against Brazil, Kaz, what, again, it's the same sort of thing. Ball played in from the out wide and we just can't deal with the ball. And... It just doesn't seem like Phil Neville's learning about um, improving our defence, Gaz. It's not just Phil Neville. I think a lot of players now need to step down. I think Steph Horton needs to give the captaincy armband to a younger player. I know she's not old, but she's letting too many, given too many mistakes away now. The same with the midfield. The likes of Jill Scott who's like, I think Jill's like 31. And Jordy Taylor, like, didn't all need to step down and give the kids a chance. 
like Ethan Mannion's been in what is it the three squads now? I think so. Since uh, since signing for City, <coughs> and he hasn't used the one single bit for me. Ethan is and will always be better than Steph, and maybe put her with Liam Williamson because I thought Liam Williamson against Brazil was probably one of the better players on the pitch. So, sorry, not Brazil. She did play against Brazil, didn't she? Uh, I think she played in both of them, I think. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I got mixed up with both games here. So, yeah, especially against Portugal, sorry. She was the better player on the pitch. So, for me, play your, play your strengths. So, don't be playing Lucy in midfield because, not being funny, we lost Lucy yesterday, I think, in midfield. Rachel Daly's not a right back. She's a midfielder slash forward. Do you know what I mean? It's stupid things like this that it's why we're making mistakes, I think. it Like, the last three games, for it, the goalkeepers have been changed. So how are you supposed to have a steady back four if you can't keep with your goalkeeper? Your back four should be the same, but I would take out Steph and put Mannion in, and I'd probably... Crikey, there's got to be better left-backs than flipping Alex Greenwood as well. Crikey. Uh, there's, do you know what? The whole team could just... could just, like, depart and put just fresh blood in because we're going to turn up on the 9th of November... Wembley in front of a record crowd and we are going to get absolutely battered if he puts out that team that he did last night. We will get battered. Yeah, as you, as you say, it's um, it's a moment of transition and yet he doesn't seem to want to transition into newer players in the, in the positions we think he should be. And I think someone, I think it was Rich um, Lavatier made the point is Steph is playing a lot of games both for club and country and in going on to the Portugal game, I don't think she needed to be in this Portugal to Portugal game because Portugal, I don't think, had a shot on target in the whole game and we weren't really troubled by Portugal. They didn't really have attackers that were going to cause us problems. And why wouldn't you give someone like Aoife Mannion a chance in defence when you're playing against a team, no disrespect to the meant, but a team that's not going to give you that much trouble? And Steph could have been rested for the game on Sunday, but she gets she plays the game again and... I don't. I don't think she needed to be there. And you, as you say, this is the time we're playing friendlies now. We're guaranteed a place at the Euros. Why aren't we trying to test new players in new positions? The play, the positions they play in week in, week out. Lucy Bronze is a right back for Leon. Why isn't she playing left uh, right back? Sorry, for England, as you say. Rachel Daly is a winger slash striker for Houston Dash, and she's been playing left back, right back for England. It's not her best position. She played okay on against Portugal, but again, as I say, she wasn't going to be tested because Portugal really weren't going to cause us that many problems. So it was a 1-0 win for England over Portugal. It was a fortunate win, to say the least. Alex Greenwood's cross was fumbled into the path of Beth Mead by Patricia Moraes, the goalkeeper. From just a yard out, Beth Mead couldn't miss, and that was that. A 72nd minute winner that capped off an uninspired performance from England. After a game that Portugal failed to test Ellie Roebuck, they almost snatched a draw late on. After a fortuitous bounce off the back of the keeper, off Roebuck, by Claudia Netta's free kick, 
bounced off her back and somehow didn't go back to the back of the net. Kaz, um, just just talking about this last few moments of the game briefly. When it when the ball hit the hit the uh, the keeper, you thought that was going in. Did you think it the same as me? Yeah, and do you know what? It I think a draw would have been a, ve- a fair result because obviously Portugal did play well at times, and it was a a little bit of a mistake by the go- their goalkeeper why Beth scored. So a little bit of me was wanting them to score just to see if Mr Neville did get sacked because I think you, you're seeing all the die-hard England fans now coming out and saying Neville out and that just says something when you've got your die-hard fans wanting the manager out. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was, it was was another game where I thought we played a team who didn't really pass the ball brilliantly. They kept giving the ball away, just like Brazil did, really. It's not like a peak Portugal side, but when they passed the ball well, they, they, they did cause us a few problems, even though they didn't get any shots on target. Um, as you say, the key, their keeper did really well, and considering that uh, moment of misfortune, I didn't think England were going to score a goal if it wasn't for that sort of mistake, because... They could have played for another 60 minutes if they if that wasn't for that error, and I don't think they would have scored. And again, that's just that's just a sign of we're not really that inspiring to watch at the moment. And um, it's just papering over the cracks, really, this win because it's not really shown us any performance that warranted any sorts of praise. Really, we're not playing to the level that I think we should be. And is is that me being unfair, Kaz, or do you think we should expect better from England? We should be expected, like, I'm going to go back four years now, right? We won the bronze medal against Germany. This time around, we didn't get anything. We came out against Sweden and we looked like we didn't want to be there. The rest of the games... What, they've all been 2-1 apart from one was a draw wasn't it 3-3 and then obviously the win last night if any kid is watching them games and thinking they want to be like an England player and that's the standard they've got to play up to then every kid's going to be thinking oh it's an easy job when you've got the likes of Jade Moore Mel Lawley on the bench or not even in the team. I don't know if Jade's injured. Uh, it it just baffles me. The bloke baffles me. Yeah, his his, his comments were certainly ones to raise, raise an eyebrow at. Um, prior to the game, uh, journalist Kieran Tavum of The Athletic suggested Phil Neville believes certain players within the England setup have fallen into a comfort zone. And if that's the case, then Neville's comments post-match are even more mystifying, really. Neville said, You earn your luck, and performances over the last two games, in my opinion, have been outstanding. It has been my most enjoyable camp since I've been manager with this England team. Uh, Kaz, he's becoming more of a parody than that um, Twitter account uh, Deluded Brendan is. Is this? Oh my good God, he's deluded. If he thinks these two games were the best performances he's seen in England, oh my good God. Give me the job now. I mean, we we we, we scraped to scrape to win, and then we lost to Brazil. And he still thinks we're playing some of the best football we've ever seen. I don't know what he's watching, and if he and if he really believes that, I 
I think someone needs to go see him with the men in white coats because yeah, I, I, definitely. I, I don't know. I, I've seen us play much better than this and we've got players who are much capable. I think, I don't think Nikita Paris had really that, that good of a game in either against Brazil or Portugal. And I don't know why she was still on the pitch at the end. I don't think she got drop substituted. My, drop my honest opinion about Nikita Paris. And the same goes for Lucy Bronze as well. And Izzy Christiansen. Is it because their the, the, the league's too easy now for them? Not only that, it's like a couple of weeks, like Lucy's lost some of her pace. Nikita Paris isn't going round players like she used to. It's like she's gone over to France and it's like, oh, well, you can't do this, you can't do that. And then she's bringing it to the England set up as well. I do, I do notice when I see Nikita Paris now, she doesn't try to take on players. She always tries to cut inside. And it yeah. it, she's not using the pace that she has to um, affect the game. And I, I don't, it feels like she's wasting her talents. I don't know if that's an instruction from Phil Neville or that's just how she's taken to the game since going to France. What do you think, Kaz? I have no idea. No, it, it, it's all, just... I wanna, all I want to say is money talks, doesn't it? Because for me, I think Nikita should have stayed in England. Yeah, she was certainly playing well at uh, Man City. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lucy once again, uh, Lucy Bronze, you mentioned Kaz once again playing in midfield with Rachel Daly at right back. The, the experiment continues to fail fantastically. What do you think this is a hill that Phil Neville's going to die on, Kaz, or do you think he's just going to do this until the end of his time at England? He's going to keep trying to make Lucy Bronze something she's not. Well, I'll go on to Lucy Bronze in like 30 seconds, but I'm really, really hoping we get battered by Germany, get sacked. So, anyway, Lucy Bronze. Uh, I think that's how he's going to play it now. I think, I think we can kiss goodbye to Lucy playing at right, right back. I think he's deluded if he thinks she's a midfield player because I think we're saying that yesterday she's not. She's a fan, She's probably the best right back the world in the women's game. I'm going to put her in the men's game as well. Probably one of the best right backs in the world, including men. And he's just destroying her. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if we compare it to the men's game, if you take someone like, I don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo, if you if you imagine him being asked to be playing right back, like Rachel Daly's being asked to do that, and then taking someone like back in the day, like, I well, I, I use a modern day example. Uh, Gary Neville. Yeah, Gary, Gary Neville, Neville. Gary Neville, put him in centre midfield. It, it, you, it, he'd laugh you in the face if you, if you asked yeah. him to do that. It's mad. And because Phil Neville's from the men's game, perhaps he thinks he knows better than what we know. And he's going, I can see she's very, she is very technically good on the ball. She's very good at passing. But that doesn't mean that you put us in a position she's not um, adept at playing, especially as someone who's reaching their peak of their career, deciding to change them now. It's too late. And I don't know. And not, and not only that, Right, we've got no right backs. This country does not, apart from Lucy, right backs, we're struggling for right backs. Now the midfield, especially central midfield, the list goes on. You've got Kira Walsh, you've got Jill Scott, you've got Joe Potter, you've got Jade Moore. Do you know what I mean? The list is endless. Lucy Staniforth. The list is endless and he's put on one of the best players in the world in midfield when we don't need midfielders. 
No, absolutely. And we need a we need a defence and him chopping and changing in defence. No wonder we're pants. And it goes to show that even though um Nick Cushing's turned Ethan Mannion <laughs> into a right back, he's still um Phil Neville still doesn't think Ethan Mannion's better as a defensive player than Rachel Daly is, even though Rachel Daly doesn't play a defensive role for a club. Which is which goes to show I don't I don't know what Ethan Mannion has to do to get into this team. Because if she well, can't... we all thought she had to leave Birmingham. She left Birmingham, got a call up, and mm, now yeah. she's getting call ups, but she's not flipping playing. Player for crying out loud, Phil Neville, bloody player. Because you'll see what we've been seeing for years. She's bloody fantastic, and she will kick Steph Horton out of the team if she starts playing. She will kick Steph Horton out of that team, and I think that's what he's scared of. Possibly, and I, I just don't know. Even even I, when even yeah. when she, he moved Lucy uh, Lucy Bronze into midfield, I don't know why he still didn't pick Ethan Mannion at right back in that instance. But he's the manager; he gets to make the decisions at the end of the day, and he'll live and die by those decisions. He gets paid two hundred and fifty thousand pound a year to do that. That's baffling. I need his job. <laughs> Enough about we England. Could all, oh. We could all do better. Everyone, everyone seems to think that. <sighs> um, enough about England, though, Kaz. As we turn our attention, to, as, as we turn our attention to the weekend and the return of the Women's Super League, Birmingham City travel to the Academy Stadium to face Manchester City on Sunday. This is the first game. Saturday. Chris, uh, Saturday. Is it Saturday? Yeah. Oh. I, okay. I'll go. With, I'll go with you, Kaz. I believe you. You sure? Yes. If you look on Blue's website, uh, the Twitter feed, they actually say uh, for Saturday, yeah. Oh, okay. Saturday. I, 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 I'll ignore the um, FA Player app. I think they've got it wrong then, because I, th- I thought it said Sunday. Yeah, because I thought it was Sunday. Cause, um, obviously, I'm working Saturday, but I thought it was Sunday, so I didn't change my shift. But, okay, yeah, so Sat- I'm, I'm going to miss that game. Oh, good. Um, We'll talk about it anyway, Kaz, because cause it, cause it's a game that's going to be interesting. This is the first game, Kaz, where we'll be facing some of our former players this season, in particular Aoife Mannion and potentially Ellen White if she's back. I think Nick Cushion mentioned she might be at least a substitute in this one. Do you think it could be a bit fiery because of these players um, coming up against their former club? Uh, uh, I think... No, I think, obviously, Aoife's like blues through and through. Uh Obviously, she'll want a good game to prove why she moved to Man City. Uh, Ellen? Mm, you know what's going to happen. She's going to come on. She's going to score the winner. And blah, Ellen White's the best thing since sliced bread. Do you know what I mean? But uh, no, I can't see it being... It's going to be more fiery than what it would be if it was Blues Redden. No, that yeah, that's what, I, that's what I thought. I, I was trying to allude to that sort of similar atmosphere and... It's going to be no. an, it's going to be an interesting the game. Fans love Aoife. Yeah, the, exactly. We 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 do. You can't, you can't blame Ellen for wanting to leave. No. Especially after the World Cup she had. Yeah, absolutely. Um so, Pauline Bremer has had the a great start to the season, 7 goals in 5 games. She was hampered by injuries in recent seasons, but since joining their club from Lyon, but does seem to be making up for last last time, Kaz. Um, she certainly looks like a striker who's um, capable of um, filling in for Ellen White while she was out injured. Uh, definitely. I've watched uh, Bremer play for when she played for Potterdam uh, back in like 
2013 or something like that, and she was a fantastic little striker then. Uh, she's one of my players uh, to watch out for the next couple of seasons. She's a fantastic goal scorer. Um, she's got fantastic pace on her when fit. Uh, yeah, of all the all the players Man City have got, that'll be facing us probably Saturday. I'd be more scared of Bremer than I would be Ellen White. Yeah, I think I think Bremer's the one to look out for, as well as uh, Caroline Weir. I think she's another one who could be dangerous. Oh God, yes, yeah, like she can shoot from anywhere, can't she? Do you know what I mean? The girl's unstoppable. Shame she's not English. Exactly. Uh, you've been doing my notes, Kaz. I, I basically said she can shoot from anywhere. The Scottish international yeah. certainly raised her game in the last year. And I think she's one of those players that I think Phil Neville will pick for the Olympic squad if he, if he's not crazy, which he might be. But Caroline Weir is certainly a player I'd put in the in the Olympic team, Kaz. She looks like she's really hitting form at the right time for her career. Oh, definitely. Like, I can remember watching Caroline play for, like, Scotland, the youngsters for Scotland. And, yeah, she's, she's a fantastic little kid. Uh, if she doesn't make it into the... Team GB then definitely Neville needs to be gone. Uh, she did the same for Liverpool when she was at Liverpool as well. She could score from anywhere. So yeah, Bremer, I would say your main main players for Saturday is going to be Aoife, Bremer and probably Caroline Weir. I think that makes sense. Yeah. And then no, like anything bad towards like Stan Weir or Jill Scott but I'm so glad they're injured yeah they're certainly players who can turn the game in that midfield yeah like Stan Weir like we're going on about Caroline Weir do you know what I think England have missed Stan Weir yeah she's she's that sort of player who will um, spark something into action when when she gets the ball or when she just comes on the pitch but yeah uh, Man City have conceded just once so far this season, which was against Swiss side FF Lugano in the Champions League. Nick Cushing likes to keep it tight at the back, and with the likes of Aoife, as, as you mentioned, Gemma Bonner, Steph Horton, and Demi Stokes, they're a quality defensive outfit. Um, oh, Demi's injured. Oh, is she oh. injured? Well, that's another one then. Well, that's why she uh, she, re- uh, she pulled out of the England squad. Yeah, but I don't, you, know, you never know. She might be back for this game. Uh, and who knows? Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, do you think there's going to be an element of tiredness, Kaz, that could work in our favour with the majority of the Man City squad being on international duty recently? I'm absolutely hoping they're absolutely knackered. Do you know what I mean? I hope they were like never let them party until like five o'clock this morning. So you know they go back to City and they're all hungover and stuff. But that's probably a dream. That's like wishful thinking. Not going to happen though. Uh, yeah, I definitely think a few players could be tired. Uh, the likes of Steph, like we we're on about, she didn't like she's played a lot of games. But not only that, you've got to think of all the stress that's going on back home as well with her husband, his illness. Uh, so I think a lot of stuff's got playing on Steph's mind at the minute. Yeah, she's Some, she's obviously going yeah. to be mentally strong for that. But everything takes its toll, and the more football you're playing, the more you're constantly having to con- concentrate. It's gonna it's gonna yeah. take a toll once 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 or once or later. Um, so hopefully Sunday is that time. But um, meanwhile, uh, you had Harriet Scott who went to the Irish game. I don't think she played in that one. You got Lucy Stanley who played for England in the recent game against Portugal. 
Uh, the majority of our squad, though, has been resting up and have had extra time on the training ground with Marta. Uh, while we love to see our players on international stage, Kaz, does um, having less of them go benefit us as a club, getting more time oh. to work on things? Yeah, I definitely think so. Uh, like last night, I was worried because obviously Stan went off injured as well. So I'm hoping it's not like a massive injury because we're already short on numbers. Um, but yeah, I think that could work in our favour, especially with the pace we've got as well. Yeah. So I'm hoping that our girls are like fresh and maybe we can get a shock result. Yeah. You will never know, especially since it's Saturday now and not Sunday, as I, as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, predictions then, Kaz. I've gone for Manchester City 2, Birmingham City 2. I've gone for a, a, a very good score draw. Uh, what about you, Kaz? What do you think in this one? Birmingham to win 1-0. That would certainly please me. Uh, that's all for this week's show. Thanks to Kaz. You can follow her on team underscore Schroeder on Twitter. You can follow Chris at AWCAIB. You can follow me at Craig Hadley and you can follow the show at GreatSense68. Share your score predictions with us on our Twitter accounts. And if you've enjoyed this show, please share it with your friends. Thanks for this week. And remember, keep right on. And that was the Great Sense 68 podcast. To listen to future shows or listen back to our previous ones, go to iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast platform you may use, and search for Great Sense 68 and subscribe today. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep right on! Keep right on till the end of the road! Keep right on!